Not since the introduction of the Atari 2600 has the gaming industry been so full of suck. One man dares spit in the face of the QQ, Nerd Rage, and the fanboys themselves. Once again, it is time for the harbinger of games himself, Corpse a Lot. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to be talking about something that's going to piss off most of you, and it wouldn't, I wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't do that once in a while. I can't let you guys just run around being happy all the time without me stepping in and going and giving you a good slap upside the head. So that's exactly what we're going to do. Uh, we're going to be talking about the layoffs. I know it's a tired topic and it's been done by hundreds, if not thousands of YouTubers by now, but I have a slightly different take on it and it's probably going to piss off most of you. So for those of you who don't know, just a real quick recap, roughly 800 employees were laid off from Activision Blizzard last week. It's terrible news. Nobody likes getting laid off. And for those of the individuals out there who were laid off, that really sucks. As somebody who has worked in development, who has also been laid off from a job, I can certainly understand where you're coming from and how sucky that is. Makes perfect sense. However, despite the fact that people were laid off and how badly that sucks, one of the things that I think has been poorly represented or explained on these various YouTube channels discussing this is this notion that somehow Activision Blizzard was making a lot of money enough to pay the CEO some million dollar or 15 million dollar bonus so if they could afford to pay the bonus of 15 million dollars to the CEO why couldn't they keep these people on, why would you have to lay off 800 people if you have money? Because, folks, people don't get laid off from a company only because the company cannot afford to pay them anymore. People get laid off from jobs for a number of reasons. I'll give you some examples. If a company says, hey, you know that whole department that we're not going to be doing anything with anymore? Yeah, we're, we're, we're still paying all those people to be here. We don't need them anymore, so we're going to let them go. We'll give them a nice little severance package of this, that, the other thing. Out they go. With a nice thing on the resume, which means they'll easily be able to find a job working someplace else, no problem. But there's this misconception that somehow because Activision Blizzard has oodles and oodles of money, that somehow they should have been able to afford to keep paying these people. But that's not how business works. That's how any of this works. Okay. I've discussed this before, but let me bring it up again because apparently some people don't understand the concept of business. Any business. I don't care what the industry is. The whole point, the only point of any business is to make money. That is the point. That is the only point. Now, how do you make money? Well, there are certain things that have to be met. One, you have to have a good product. Fair enough. You have to make your customers happy. Goes without saying. You have to have good customer support, usually. You can get away with not having that if your product is really good and you don't need it, but chances are you're gonna need some good customer support. Those three things are crucial, and there's more, but those three things are crucial to running a successful company. But at the end of the day, all 
the all the little things that you would tack on to how a company runs. The bottom line is the bottom line, the dollar bill, the price tag at the bottom. How much money are we making? Now, I know what you're going to say. You're going to say, but corpse a lot. These businesses only care about their shareholders. They are beholden to their shareholders. They don't give a rat's ass about the customer. You're partially right. Yes, they are. And there's a reason for that. Because the shareholders give them money. A lot of money. See, I don't think people understand what a shareholder is. I used to be a shareholder. That's right. I'm not anymore. I sold my stock a long time ago. But I actually was a shareholder in Activision Blizzard at one point a long time ago. I think when they first merged back, I don't know what year it was, 2008, 2007, something like that. So I was a, I was a shareholder. Now, why was why was I a shareholder? Because I wanted to make money on my investment. I bought stock in Activision Blizzard. It was $10 a share when I bought it. I sold my stock at some point because one, I needed the money back and I made money on the deal. My, I made like, I, I pretty much doubled my money. I invested X and I got Y, which was X times two. I got double my money. That's why I invested. I didn't invest in Activision Blizzard because I felt charitable that day. I didn't invest in Activision Blizzard because I felt like I liked the way they spell their logo. Like I, that wasn't I invested into Activision Blizzard for two reasons. One, primarily I wanted to make money. And two, I was a fan of Blizzard and I thought, hey, this could probably help them. It helps them and it helps me. This is a win-win situation. Now, if for any reason, and, and if I kept the stock for quite some time, but if for any reason during my time owning this stock, I had seen then that they started making bad business decisions. Say they started uh, putting out uh, products that were not selling as well as they projected it would. Or let's say they started doing things that I felt would be antithetical to running a good, functioning, profitable company. I would have pulled my stock much earlier than I did. And I wouldn't have been the only one. And as I sell my stock off, the price of the stock goes down. And as the price of the stock goes down, you end up with a company that's actually losing investment money. The same money that's used to start newer, bigger projects. Companies that are publicly traded bring in lots of money from outside investors that help them fund larger projects more often. They can, put it, they can produce more games more frequently and they can also hire more programmers more frequently and keep them on the payroll. So if a company starts underperforming what is expected, the shareholders are going to leave. They're going to pull their money out of the company, which is bad for everybody involved. The company and the consumer, because if the consumer really likes the product that's being made, or they want more patches, or they want more content, they want more bug fixes, what have you, the company that's producing all of those services is not going to be inclined to produce those services if they have to start scrimping and saving money in different locations, pulling money out of this department to push money to this department, laying people off. As you saw, 
What was one of the biggest departments to get cut from Activision Blizzard? The esports division. One, a division I thought never should have been incorporated into any company to begin with, but I digress. But they realized, as I did years ago when I called it, that an esports an esports division in your company, Blizzard, is a really bad idea. Make games. Let the community form the esports around that. Let them do the tournament thing. You stick to making the games. We'll stick to playing to playing them and making them fun, or more fun, making them more community. We'll we'll be responsible for the community around it. You just make the foundation. You set the framework for us to play in. All right. That's the that's the the customer uh, business relationship we've always had for the for the longest time. But Blizzard decided, we're going to get into the eSport market. Yeah! And you know what? That sounded great. And for a little while, it was actually maybe profitable. The problem, though, is it wasn't profitable enough. You say, well, Corpse, how much money do they want? It's not about how much money do they want. It's what the people who invest in that company expect a company to do. How much are they expected to make more? Because remember, it's about making more money than you did last year. If you make the same money you did last year or less, that's bad. Because it's about growth. Every company, I don't care whether it's a mom and pop shop selling pizzas on the corner or the biggest multi-international company on the planet. It makes zero difference. Every year, you want to be making more money than you were last year. Sometimes when you, and, and most times when you start making more money, you have to hire more people because if you're making more money, you're, you're producing more product or you're producing more of a service. That more service or more product requires more manpower to support it or to develop it or to, to, to do something with it. But if the product or if the service isn't producing enough of an increase, where you can see or pro project that, you know what, this year we still made a profit, but not nearly as much as we thought we would based on the investments we made into it, you're going to start to see that, hey, down the line, we may actually start taking a loss on this. And we don't want that because if you're, especially if you're a publicly traded company, you start showing a loss, people are going to get scared because that's their money they're investing. As somebody who wasn't an investor, that's my money in there. And if I see a company starting to flounder or do some really stupid stuff, I'm pulling my money out quickly. And I'm not the only one. You're talking about thousands of tr trades a day. So yeah, you don't want to show a loss. And you also don't want to show bad business practices that would lead to a loss down the line. So you say, okay, look, we're gonna we're gonna lay off these people because we're and it's not like we're they, it's not like they sat up there going yes let's lay off all the people and watch them cry as they walk through the parking lot with their boxes <laughs> no they were like all right this department is no longer needed we're gonna cancel this department and you'd say wow corpse that sounds awfully sterile and and evil that's business it's business that's how you make money it's not personal. And when and there's people, there's way too many people out there making this in an emotional plea. Like, how could they do this to those poor people? That's business. That's that's the way it has always worked. No job is safe. No job is safe. Every single job has the possibility of being over tomorrow. I don't care what you do. 
You could lose your job tomorrow. Now, most of you probably won't because you're either good at your job or you have a good working relationship with your boss or you're a necessary asset to the company. But even if that's all true, tomorrow your boss may get a wild hair up his ass and be like, you know what? I'm closing up shop. I'm going to just retire. I'm not, uh, we're all, uh, he could do that. And you say, well, that's that's horrible. That's life. That's just the way it is. But it, you're not dead. You just go and find another job or you start your own company. That's the way it's always worked. And yeah, 800 people getting laid off sucks. I'm not saying it's awesome, but what I'm saying is it's nothing new. This is nothing out of the ordinary. And this idea that like, well, the CEO took a $15 million bonus. How could he get a $15 million bonus if these people are getting laid off? Like I said earlier, they're completely unrelated. They weren't laid off because Activision Blizzard was hemorrhaging money. They were getting laid off because their positions were no longer needed or relevant. And the other argument I hear a lot is this. They say, well, the programmers that work at uh, the, the, the programmers that work at these places don't get paid nearly enough. They're paid crap money. You know, you have this multi-billion dollar company and it's only paying these, um, these guys 30, 35,000 a year. What kind of crap is that? They're worth way more than that. No, they're not. I'll tell you why they're not. Because if they were worth more than that, they'd be being, they would be getting paid that. I'll give you a, a quick analogy as to why how this works. Let's say you're a janitor, okay? You're a janitor working for a multi-trillion dollar corp, multinational corporation. You sweep the floors, you clean the toilets, okay? That's your job. Now, you work for a multi-trillion dollar mega corporation globally, all right? Now, what would you expect to get paid as a janitor? Let's just say the company is being really generous and they're paying you like $200,000 a year to be a janitor, cleaning golden toilets and sweeping golden floors, right? You got it made. You're making 200 grand a year. And people was like, well, he ought to be making 200 grand a year. He works for a trillion dollar company. They Nothing less than 200 grand a year for him. What happens? Another guy comes in and goes, well, I'm a janitor. I'll sweep your floors for $100,000 a year. I'll do the same amount of work. I'll do the same amount of work and I'll do it better, maybe. And I'll do it for half what you're paying that guy. What's the company going to do? They're going to go, okay. They fire that guy and they hire the new guy at half the price. Now he's making $100,000 a year. You say, well, at least he's still making $100,000 a year, corpse. It's still really good money, but it goes on. Then another janitor comes in and goes, I'll do the same work, if not better. Hell, I'll work twice as hard and I'll do it for $50,000 a year. And they go, $50,000 a year. What company wouldn't take that offer? You'd, you'd have to be an idiot to be like, well, no, we like paying our guys more money uh, just because we like to see the money disappear. No, they'd be like, are you going to do the same amount of work? Yes. As the same amount of hours? Yep. For a quarter of what we were paying the first guy. Yeah. Because that guy, $50,000 is enough for him. He's, he's happy working. Fit. So now what, what's happened here is that the market value of a janitor has come down because of the supply of janitors. Supply of and demand. The demand for janitors is probably very low. And the supply of janitors is quite high because it doesn't take a lot of skill to sweep floors and clean toilets. So if just about anybody can do it, the, the value of that particular position is going to be quite low, regardless of how much money the company that hires them makes or is worth. 
The value of a company does not dictate the, 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 the pay scale at which you work. Now, if a company doesn't have the money to pay you, you might end up making less, but that's when you start getting into the shortfalls of a company where your pay is getting reduced based on just what the company can afford. But once you get past that point, it's like, okay, now they can really afford more, but that doesn't mean your pay goes up beyond a certain point. The highest you'll ever get paid is within the margin of error around the market fair, the fair market value of that particular type of work you do. The same goes for programmers. Programmers are a dime a dozen these days. They are everywhere. Everyone and their grandmother knows how to do coding these days, regardless of the language. It's one of the most common forms of, of work now. I mean, it's, it's for every one programmer that they, they need a position for, there's like a hundred of them waiting in the wings, trying to get that position. Okay. Now, first of all, they didn't lay off programmers. As far as I know, from what I understand, they laid off marketing people and esports people. But let's just say it was programmers. Okay. Programmers are really cheap to hire because there's so many of them. The value of them is dropped based on inflation. There's so many of them. The supply is insanely high. As somebody who did hiring, I never had an issue hiring a programmer ever. I would put it. I would put an, uh, the the job posting up, and within a day, sometimes less, I had an inbox full of it resumes. Some from really crappy programmers. I could tell based on their resume and maybe some just fresh out of school and others seasoned, but that wanted too much money. And you find like, but there's so many programmers. So the fact that they're paid too little money based on what, who says, well, they're, they're paid barely a living wage. One, let's not get into what defines a living wage, but they're paid the fair market value for what, they, what they're doing. They took the job and they know that if they didn't take the job and expected more money, be, some, you know, uh, we're going to pay you uh, $40,000. I want forty five. dollars Oh, have a nice day because we've got that guy right behind you in line who will do for $40,000. That's what happens. That's business. Your skills have to be marketable. Now, there are certain programmers that make way more, but they might have a skill set that makes them exceptional in their field. They might know, they might be one of only a few who really know how to do, to combine certain languages together and make them work. A new technology, a new form of uh, social networking uh, technology used like between Twitter and Facebook or what have you. They, if they're working like in uh, Silicon Valley or something like that, or maybe they're working on some new thing using uh, AI or what have you. There might be a specialized form of programmer, and that's going to be a very different market value. It's like, well, you're not talking about some PHP MySQL script kitty. You're talking about a guy who works with AI. Varying levels, very different levels of skill there. So there's going to be a very different level of what they're worth. So again, there's this weird idea in people's minds that because Activision Blizzard has all this money, that there's one, one no reason to lay off anybody. False. Two, they should be paying the programmers more. False. I'm sorry, that's false. And three, well, all they care about is money. True, that's a company. That's every company. If the company doesn't care about profits, it's a shitty company and it's going to be out of business very soon. I'll tell you what, for those of you out there who don't believe me, start a company and focus on just paying employees, not turning a profit, 
You're there just to pay employees. Regardless of how much money you're making, just pay employees. And tell me how long that lasts before you're out of business. The point of a company is to turn a profit. If that company is publicly traded, it has to turn a really, really good profit. Otherwise, no one's going to want to buy stock in said company. Buying shares of a company is the way most businesses that are publicly traded fund future projects. That's how you get development. That's how you get uh, investment into new technologies, into new, new hiring, develop, into going into other, like opening up another office somewhere. It's all through the investment of shareholders. And those shareholders are also customers. And that's the other thing that I think people don't understand is they go, well, we're the customer. Shareholders don't care. Shareholders are still a customer. They may not be a customer of the video games that Activision makes. They might be. Or they might not be. But they're still a customer because they bought something from that company. They bought stock. They bought a share. They own part of that company. When you buy a product from Activision Blizzard, you bought a product. You bought a game. And that's where the license ends. You bought a game, you get to play it. End of, end of transaction. A shareholder bought something much more. A shareholder bought a gamble. A shareholder bought part of the company. They literally own part of the company. So they have a say in how that company runs. Not necessarily like sitting at the board, but if they own enough shares, they will be on the board of directors or something like that. But... They have a stake, literally a stake in how that company runs. So for those of you out there who'd like just, oh, they're just being greedy. Yes, that's the point. That's, that's how business works. The whole world runs on greed. I have X, I have a thousand dollars today. I want a thousand and one tomorrow. I have a thousand and one dollars. I want a, I want ten thousand dollars. All of you are greedy. All of us are greedy. When you go to work, you want to you want to come home with a paycheck worth more than what you owe out, right? Your upkeep for life, your car bills, your credit card bills, your rent, your mortgage payment, what have you. Food, heat, water, whatever it is you're paying. You would not be very happy if you worked and made just enough money to cover those things and not a penny more. Not a penny more. Because if you do, why do you need that penny? Why are you being greedy? You have everything paid for. Why do you need that penny more? Why do you need another dollar? Why, why would you want to save money? What are you saving money for? You have everything you need. You have a roof over your head. You have food in the pantry. You have uh, a car in the garage. You have you have your heating bill paid. You have water being pumped directly into you. What do you need any more money for? Why do you, why do you even work for more money than that? Just work for enough to pay for what you need, and after that, just just everything's free. It's free time. You just go. You just show up. You'd be like, no, that's stupid. Well, what makes that any different than the guy who's like, well, I want a million dollars. Well, that's too much. Well, who are you to say what's too much? I know people are going to say, oh, Corpse, you're just being a shill for... If I'm a shill for Activision Blizzard, I want my check because I'm owed some money then because I've been shilling hard, apparently. I'm in favor of fair business practices, but I'm also I'm also in favor 
of people not demonizing companies simply because they made a, a, a decision. Like, I'm not going to sit here and, like, apologize for, like, the game the games uh, that Activision makes. Yeah, there's a lot of them that are complete and utter shit. But that's not because the shareholders bought stocks in Activision. The shareholders have nothing to do with the game sucking. The company uh, laying off 800 uh, esports people has nothing to do with the, the game sucking. You know why the games suck? I'll tell you exactly why all the games at, at EA and Activision and, you know, you name it. The reason why all those games suck is because you guys keep buying them. Yeah. See, when you reward a company with your money, it they don't see that. Like, they don't understand. They don't read Twitter. And, like, do you think the CEO of Activision is going, you mean there was a bug in Call of Duty? You're all fired. He doesn't care about that. He's managing the money aspect of the company. The only thing he sees is the dollars and cents. And he's got to make some really tough decisions. And by the way, being a CEO of a billion-dollar company is not easy work. I don't care who you are, what you're like, oh, I can do it. Yeah, okay, sure. Then why aren't you, right? But he's not concerning himself with the minor minutia. That's why you have managers and stuff underneath him that focus on that. All he cares about is the bottom line, literally the bottom line. And if he sees, you know, last year we were projected to make this based on historical results. They, they backtrack that stuff over, you know, a decade and they go, look, okay, these years we made this much money. And then this year we were like a three quarters of that. Now, while we still made money, that's a problem because that shows that that could, that could be an indication of a trend downwards. So what do we have to do to fix that? Because that's a problem. And that's his job, to see that as a problem. He's not concerning himself with like, oh, it's a problem because a Call of Duty had five maps instead of six. Like, no. He's like, I don't care what the problem was. You guys figure out what that problem was and get back to me so that we can make a decision. But you guys seem to think like, the CEO of Activision's concerning himself with like the minor nuances. It's like, well, he should. No, he shouldn't. He's got bigger fish to fry. He's dealing with billions and billions of dollars of transactions going on between partnerships with other companies and advertising and, and payroll and the shareholders and everybody he's got to deal with in terms of keeping this company profitable. And you're going to, you know, expect him to worry about, you know, oh, there was microtransactions in a video game. He doesn't, that, that's not his concern. What his concern is how much money did the game make? And you say, well, that's, that that shows like the corporate greed corpse and the jerker corpse. We have to tear it all down. That's not the solution. I'm sorry. It's not the solution. I know there's a lot of you out there who are desperately hoping for like another video game crash, like the one that happened in the eighties. I hate to break it to you. It's not going to happen. We're not, there's way, way too much money in the video game industry now to ever have another video game crash like we did back in the, the like the early 80s. It's not going to happen. I hate to break it to you. The most you'll ever see is maybe a company dissolve into another company. That's as, that's as catastrophic as it's ever going to get. Uh, the whole watch the world burn mentality going on, especially like gamers unite. That's cute. Stop. Okay. The whole gamers unite thing. It's, it's cute. It makes you sound really militaristic. It's yeah, okay. Um, you know what? Gamers will unite when they stop pre-ordering video games and stop uh, buying shit they don't want. You know, if you don't want microtransactions, don't buy them. And then guess what? They'll somehow disappear. Because here's the thing. 
companies only sell things that sell. So if 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 you stop buying it, they stop selling it because it's not profitable. But if it's profitable, they'll continue to do it because it's they're only focused on what makes money. Because they are a company. Transformers movies. Every one of us can agree that they're absolutely shit-tastic movies. But they make billions of dollars worldwide and they keep making them. Why? Because people go to see them. So if people are going to watch them, they're going to make them. So if people are going to buy microtransactions... They're going to keep providing them because it works. You'd have to be an imbecile to be running a billion dollar company going, okay, so when we added microtransactions to this game, we made way more money than when we didn't. Okay, put them in. And people are like, well, that ruins the game. Maybe it does, but it also makes a shit ton of money for these companies. So you better come up with a way to make it not profitable before they're like, well, maybe we'll take them out. Now, I know that there's also public perception and there's uh, public relations. That's usually like the PR aspect of a company. They're like, okay, we we don't want to look like some heartless corporation, but corporations are heartless. That's just the way it is. It's it's not personal. It's not that they hate you. They just, it's, they want to get paid. That's why they bother with all this shit. Do you think these companies bother, whether it be McDonald's or Apple or Amazon or you name it? Do you think any of these large companies bother going through all the hassle of hiring people and PR firms and advertising and research and development and bug testing and research on this and development on that? Do you think they go through all that trouble? Just for the kicks of it? No. They go through all that work because they want to get paid. And they want to get paid more this year than they got paid last year. That's how this shit works. And if you don't like that, if you don't like anything I'm saying, then this is not the country for you because that's how we do things here. It is. That's that's capitalism. That's how we do things here. Make a product, sell that product, and if people buy it, profit. And then as you and as you profit, you take that you take those profits, and if you're publicly traded, you also take shareholder investment and you invest and you grow and you build and you expand and you hire more people and you do more big things. And if it doesn't work out, you get rid of them. I'm just basically the whole point of this rant is I'm just it's it's mind-boggling to me how many people just they have this weird notion that like gaming companies are these little bohemian hippie cloisters where like hey man let's just hang out and make some video games man that's not how it works anymore indie developers maybe you might get a couple of guys in a college dorm somewhere making a game that they put up on steam fine and you'll always have that fine but there is a it's a multi-billion dollar industry if you think that we're going to tear down 
tear this motherfucker down and just build it up with like just like indie everything it's not gonna happen there's far too much money in the industry and where one company collapses another will just pop in to take its place because there's a market for it the only time there will not be a market for a video game and this giant companies is when the video when the when the, the whole hobby a video game playing becomes a niche thing like it was in like the 80s then maybe it'll die down to being like one or two companies that just kind of like put out video games here or there but there's way more money in video games than movies these days by a huge margin so getting getting butthurt over 800 employees getting laid off because their positions were no longer relevant be like well they had money to pay them what are we gonna do, pay them just to show up and just sit there in the parking lot like well i don't have anything to do but i'm gonna get paid oh and by the way side note this whole like we're gonna unionize programmers that's a really surefire way of making sure you never get hired again okay i'm just warning you forming up a union for programmers or or, or developers is a really bad idea because you're gonna have scabs that's people who don't join the union who get hired in your place crossing that picket line every day there's far far too many programmers and developers out there who would be more than willing to take a pay cut to get that job that you want for more money well we deserve more so we're going to form a union good luck with that you're not going to get hired you're going to have a real hard time finding a place to hire you because they don't want to be they're not, they're not going to want to deal with the union I, I i strongly advise against the whole idea of joining a union bad idea bad idea okay just trust me on that there's a reason why as as a developer 20 years ago we weren't thinking about forming a union then so we're sure as shit not gonna be doing one now because it was a bad idea then just like it's a bad idea now and if you're gonna die on that hill over 800 employees who got laid off with severance packages who will be fine trust me they'll be fine they'll get a job someplace else making more money most likely They'll be fine. Dying on that hill is a waste of your time and energy. Trust me. If you, it, it, the thing is, the people out there, they have this thing where they, they're pissed off. And the reason why they're pissed off is because they're mad at the game. I made a channel all about shitty video games. Trust me. I know what I'm talking about. I'm the expert, right? I know more than any of you. Because I have a microphone in front of me, and that says it. That, that makes it true. But trust me, I've been doing this shit for years, talking about bad video games. And I'll be the first one to throw the gauntlet down at any company, any project where they're doing shitty work. But the problem isn't that people are not attacking the games, which I'm fine with. Attack the game. If that game is shitty, here's why. They did this wrong, they did this wrong, they did this wrong. They're insulting the intelligence of the player, or they're making it too easy, or they're doing uh, th this stupid thing, or whatever it is. But when you start attacking companies because you're unhappy with a game design element, it's one thing if like a company came out and said, we don't care if our games suck, we're going to make them anyway. It's like, well, fuck you. But then don't, then you don't buy them anymore. But like, we're not even talking about that anymore. We're talking about like firing people like ceos of companies because you weren't happy with a world of warcraft expansion are you fucking high really you think that's gonna change a damn thing 
The CEO of Activision has nothing to do with the with the, with the state of battle for Azeroth. And if you think he does, you're delusional. The CEO of Activision, all he, trust me, it's like seven degrees from Kevin Bacon. There's there's um, Kevin Bacon has more to do with Battle for Azeroth than the CEO of Activision does. Okay, trust me, he has nothing to do with the state of that expansion or frankly any other game that comes out from Activision because he's not developing it. I guarantee he's not even in on the fucking meetings about what they're adding to the next game. All he's worried about is how does this company profit. What you have to be mad at, ultimately, are the people who buy the games. The, the, the developers are not going to listen to you. I, 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 I hate to break it to you. The, the developers of these companies are not going to listen to you. They're going to listen to who pays their salary. You can bitch all you want to the you know some guy on Twitter who works for Activision or who works for Blizzard and be like, you should make this different. You should make this better. <coughs> You should make this totally, this is, sucks. And he, and he might have some wiggle room he can work with you on. But generally speaking, there are certain design fundamentals he's not going to break. Why? Because the guy who pays his salary says not to. And the guy who pays his salary says, you're not making any changes on this. And the guy who pays his salary says, we have to make sure we're profitable this month. And the guy who pays his salary says, we have to make sure we're profitable this quarter. It all filters down. So, you know what'll change the people's minds up top when they're not profitable that quarter or that month. So when they say, "Hey, Battlefield 5 didn't sell that well." Oh. Oh yeah, that happened. And they paid attention to that. When the stock prices tank because investor confidence is low and the shareholders start selling their stocks, they pay attention to that too, which all ties in a game doesn't sell well. Stock uh, shareholders are selling their stock. Those two things coupled together, the top brass are gonna be looking at there going, "Oh shit, we better make some changes, like getting rid of the fat that you just saw happen last week." That's why that happened. That's why the stock prices went up, because stock stockholders said, "There's a company that is looking at producing more." In the, in the realm of video games. They're going to be hiring more developers and they got they trimmed the fat. They trimmed off the useless employees. I'm sorry, you were. Esports, come on, get out of here. Out, done, you're done. Get your box, get your stuff, get, get out. You're done. You know, it, it, and that's what it was. So you got to trim the fat. You got to do something. Anyway, I know this turned into like a really like obscure rant and I went way too long, way longer than I wanted to. I'm almost 40 minutes now talking about this. But basically, guys, it just comes down to like you have to get this like anarchist idea out of your head where it's like we're just going to tear it down and make games for the gamer again. We're the masters. No, you're not. You're the consumer. You consume or you don't. You're not a master. You're not in control. I don't know who told you that, but they're lying to you. You're not in control. The only thing you're in control of is your own wallet, which apparently, based on the comments I've seen in some of my YouTube videos, you guys can't even control whether or not you want to buy a loot box or not. So you know what? Don't give me this whole shit like, we're going to take down the system. No, you're not. You're just going to buy it again. You're just going to buy it. I know you. I know you because you have no self-control. You're weak. You are. Yeah. 
You're going to buy the next Call of Duty. You're going to buy the next Battlefield. You're going to buy the next Fallout. You're going to buy the next Elder Scrolls. You're going to buy it. I know you're saying to me, nah, I'm not going to. Nah. Yeah, you are. Yeah. And if you're not buying it now, you'll buy it. I'll buy it on sale. You still bought it. You still bought it. You still bought a copy. You still bought that DLC. It's 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 business, and you're not going to get away from it. You're not going to get away from business. The only thing you can do is help them improve. You can help them improve, but you can't expect them to tear it down because that's not going to happen. If you you know if you if you're like that, if you just like let's tear it down, tear down this motherfucker. You know you know what they're going to just start selling to China Chinese on the mobile market like they started. Why do you think that is? Why do you think they went to the mobile market? Because it's more profitable. Because you guys are too too much of a pain in the ass to deal with. You buy their games and you complain about it. They're like, well, we don't know what to do anymore. Let's just sell to the mobile market. Screw it. They don't care. Makes the money. They don't care. It's not a fan club, guys. It's not a fan club. It's not a... It's like, Blizzard's my club and I jo I, bl I belong to the Blizzard fan club. No, you're you're it's stop. You're it's not they're not your friends. They're not your uncle. It's not it's not a buddy buddy relationship. They're they they they're they produce products. You don't you don't think that way about the guy who works the fucking counter at McDonald's down the street, do you? Like he's our buddy. He makes me Big Macs. It's like so it's like Ronald McDonald is my hero. No, you no one thinks that. No one thinks that way. Blizzard's not your friend. Activision's not your friend. Bethesda, uh, fucking Ubisoft, uh, EA, they're not your buddy. CD Projekt Red, they're not your buddies. They're your dealer. And you keep buying the crack. And then you complain that the crack isn't good enough. It's like, well, then why are you buying it? Because I need my fix. Well, first step is realizing you have a problem. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Corpse Lot. My throat is going away. So I'll, so I'll talk to you guys later. Bye, everybody.